here we are with our post-game interview for the European Grand Campaign. We had two wonderful matches. The first map was on Reno's Fall, where the CSA were able to win that. Then the team switched for the second round on Colquitt's defense, and we were able to see the CSA team, so the USA on the first round, win that round. So it was a 1-1 for everyone. We have a lot of people here. It should be a fun one today. So on this post-game interview, you have myself as Guardian Eagle, uh, being your announcer, and then we have C. Murphy, the other announcer today. Uh, C. Murphy, if you'd like to describe hey, yourself. what's up, guys? I am Major C. Murphy, founder of Fifth North Carolina and Sussie Brigade. All right, cool. Thank you. And that being said, we're going to go through our Confederate players right now. So firstly, we have Pearl. Eight, Pearl from the 24th, uh, Georgia, also fighting under Peach Corps with the 13th. Okay, thank you. Uh, secondly, we have Killer. Uh, uh, Colonel of the 10th Alabama and CEO of the uh, Army of Northern Virginia. And then next we have Spud. Uh, Captain of the 7th VA CAV, fighting with uh, 6th Alabama Holcomb Legion as part of the United Alaskan Front. Very cool. And then we have Matt Cawthon. Yes, sir. We are with the 13th Georgia and with Beach Brigade. Thank you. And then last but not least, we have GameBot. Yeah, Gamebot. I'm basically the, the commander of 6 Alabama at the moment, and I'm somewhat of the leader of the UAF since we are the biggest group, but we work together well. And yeah, I have great, great, great respect and great trust in my other colleagues. That's sweet. Thank you all. And now on to our union players. Uh, first, we have Sharp. Uh, Major Sharp with the 14th Brooklyn, uh, part of Iron Brigade. Right. Thank you. Uh, next, we have Ninja. Ninja, are you here? Is he gone for the moment? Oh, we have a push to talk. Sorry. Oh, Ninja no, from you're the good. Pennsylvania Army. And I kill rebels. Yeah, I guess some Union guys today as well. Yeah, fair enough. And that's that's uh, that's it. All right. Uh, next, there's Stalins. Hello, I am Stalins of the PA. I'm a captain, leader of the EU section, and my favorite pastime is killing rebels. All right, cool. And then last but not least, we have Timball. Uh, so yeah, Major Tyndall of 42nd PA. Uh, yeah, head of 42nd PA and our offshoots, Cooper's Battery and uh, Russell's Lances. All right, cool. Uh, Rolo, did you want to join us? Okay, that's fine. Sweet. So we'll get going with this interview. So we'll start with the Confederate players who were playing Confederates on that first round. What was your guys' strategy going into that round, and how did you react to the ever changing battlefield? Um, yeah, I'll start off. So we had a majority push left, and that would have been three regiments, uh, one consisting of 24th and 13th Georgia, uh, A and B on one, and Hoods on another. And then on the other side, we had UAF on the right side, um, Woods. And the strategy was to push, take the fences, and get up into the corn, and then basically play from there. We kind of kept UAF on the right side. We had 24th and 13th stay left side, and A and B and Hoods kind of floated middle and reacted. All right. Thank you. Any other Confederate players for the first round have anything to say? All right. 
Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it was a great teamwork effort overall. Um, as uh, Pearl already said, I think it was Pearl. Um, UAF held the right flank. We weren't meant to really push up ahead until we basically had the clear on the left-hand side that they put a lot of pressure on there. We just tried to keep a good bit of people busy so our colleagues could actually push up. Um, and yeah, we managed to do so. And in the end, it did bring us the win. All right. Thank you. So, yeah. Uh, you have to say, oh, sorry. No, go right ahead, man. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd, I'd have to say that we had a well, well disciplined comms, and we worked together really well. Uh, we all called out what needed to happen, and we all worked as a unit. And that's uh, that's what brought us together, and was able. We were able to push towards it. So. All right. Uh, yeah. So move on to the union players now. Uh, union players, what was your strategy on the first round, and how did you react to the ever change of battlefield? I'll say it. Um, so we, it was a pretty basic strategy just because you never know exactly what the uh, opposition is going to do. So we assigned a certain number of groups to the left flank, basically, and same for the right and middle and just uh, go where the enemy is, try to stay in formation because we're defending. And uh, you know, use comms to uh, call for reinforcements and you know, signal troop movement. And you know, it's pretty basic. We don't get too too deep into the weeds as far as strategy goes, especially on those small maps like that uh, on Reno. It's there's not really many places to go. It's left, right, center. Um, it's just a matter of shifting guys where they need to be. Um, it, we got it down to final push, uh, which is nice. That was uh, we don't get a ton of tickets there, so I mean, we, we I think we did a good job, even though we didn't win that one. Uh, Cole quits. Um, you know, it's basically the same. We wanted to make sure we didn't go too deep down into the woods because then we just get run over in melee. Uh, we stayed back. Um, same basic thing with uh, you know having guys hold left and right. So we don't get all in the woods or all up on Artie. Um, and then just shift guys where they're needed, um, depending on where the opposition sends their men. They usually, on Colquitt's, all go left into the woods. Uh, so we have a majority of the guys on that side. But uh, we do like to have uh, the high ground up there to have eyes out and shoot guys from up high. Uh, I think we did really good staying in formation on that one and not going too deep into the woods, uh, which is hard to do because they can sit down there and kind of bait you into a push that you really shouldn't do. Uh, I think we did uh, good staying back and just shooting them down as they charged us. Uh, it's nice to get a win in, win in last stand, too. Uh, that was It was a lot of fun, a lot of, a lot of casualties, especially first map. Uh, very bloody. I'm looking forward to some uh, good battles coming up. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of focus on uh, really good communication, um, making sure that what we're communicating is concise and accurate and not just a, a bunch of uh, snuff, essentially. Um, yeah, a lot of focus as well on um, kind of fire brigade tactics where uh, yeah, making sure units are going where they're needed, especially on that defense, uh, making sure we're not just bogging down in a certain place and we don't need men there. Um, and then particularly for these two maps, uh, making sure we're in line 
at all times and constantly uh, bringing it home to our guys in the field just to uh, conserve as much tickets as possible. Um, but yeah, comms were great. Uh, really close in that first round and um, yeah, really some solid shooting in the uh, second, making sure we didn't take too much bait. Any other union have slots for both rounds? Yeah. Sharp, did you want to say something? Uh, just some great communication on the the second round. Uh, communication was good on the first round as well. Just got outplayed by CSA. But real close game. All right. Cool. Uh, thank you. Uh, now we'll see from the uh, union perspective on the second round, the guys who played Confederates first round, what was your guys' strategy and how did you react to the ever-changing battlefield? So yeah, we uh, did a full push left uh, with all four regiments to kind of establish the left side and then kind of spread out across the wood line uh, to fight. Uh, felt like uh, the Union group there, we all fought really good through breaking. And then when we kind of got the enemy into breaking, we just couldn't quite all get on the same page to, to get that good cap attempt. Uh, and the the Union, or in that case, the CSA, I think they just outplayed us. They, they did really good defensive fighting uh, on the, you know, when it came crunch time. So big kudos to them. Um, but yeah, it, I think overall it's a good fight. Uh, everyone can kind of see the uh, scorecard at the end of the game. We definitely have to tighten up out of line deaths. But other than that, it was a really good fight. Right. Is there any other union uh, thoughts? Um, I mean, kind of what Pearl said in terms of you know the pushing the forest and everything. But I think one thing we could have done a bit better was be a bit more aggressive in the forest. So that we got them down to last stand a bit earlier uh, than a minute and thirty seconds or whatever that we had left. But I don't think we hit final push in the end. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I don't think we did. So I think we had some tickets left there that we could have used to actually be a bit more aggressive in that forest and try and take positions instead of just making it a shootout. Um, but overall, I think uh, we definitely were pretty close in, until those last five to ten minutes there when we um, were trying to make an assault on point. Point's just so open, and if we can't, you know, if we just can't get a stable position on it, we just, yeah, it's just a, it's a bloodbath which I think we lost a lot of guys at the end there to point, which is what uh, made the casualties what they were. Yeah, um, we tried to get a small group to basically just just as the CSA side went breaking, um, we were getting a small group of my guys onto point to try and you know, prep the cap a little bit. But you were up on the road above us, we were getting shot at, and we, we couldn't find any decent cover on that field from where we were in the woods. We, we, we tried moving out to, there's some rocks and a couple of bushes and stuff, and now nah, it was just, wasn't working. And then, yeah, <laughs> that was it really. Is there uh, any other thoughts before I ask Seymour if he has any announcer questions? Um, I mean, thoughts are just it was overall really fun fight, really fun event, both maps. Um, uh, yeah, and 
I think both sides played really good. And uh, like I said, a lot of fun. Absolutely. 13th had a great time. Uh, uh, it was great, the communication. Uh, I mean, like I said, so, or what everybody said in the second round, we kind of broke down a little bit, but it, we still had a great time and uh, appreciate it. I can only add that the UAF enjoyed it very much. It was a good and tough, a big and hard fight. I loved it. It was really good. Both maps. Same here. Same here. Some of the one of the biggest events I think I've played in a while. So it was really nice to uh, have all those units back together to fight it out. Yeah, I agree. It was very nice. Uh, I really liked both sides' communication. Well, when I said that, I mean, I heard you, killer. Uh, but <laughs> You're welcome. But yeah, it was really great. Both sides had their failings at times, from what I could tell. But the main thing is, I think we all had fun. And on each of the rounds, we gave each other hell. And yeah, I just loved it. So well done, my CSA slash union brethren. And well done, my just actual brethren. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, fun to watch those rounds from the sky. A lot of casualties. Uh, C. Murphy, did you have any questions for anybody? Yeah, so not really any for the first round. You know, that was just Reno's. It was, it was pretty well done. And But for the second round, what stopped you guys on Union from capping the point sooner? Did you just want to go for that breaking despite the time crunch? Or did you like just decide to commit at one point? What was that all about? We basically had a landmark time that we would have capped early, and we hit them into breaking right there at that landmark, pretty much. Okay. And so yeah. that's kind of why it didn't happen. And also, you guys just sat on those rocks, kind of like far left in the woods. I say all of you. It wasn't all of you. I know A and B made some pushes out. Some people did at different intervals, but the majority of the team sat on the rocks left side kind of just fighting back and forth there were a lot of units on your right and i know killer you saw them there because yeah. you went and you kind of came at them hit them a few times what stopped the whole team from just like sweeping that right side of the woods sooner and kind of dominating the field more because they were kind of surrounding you guys in the woods yeah i think once it got later on and we realized that they were pushing heavier along the eastern flank that's when i mean me and Pearl, towards the end, we, we did. We pushed those rocks from two sides, and we, we managed to wipe them all off the rocks. And then that kind of opened up a doorway for us to get to point without getting absolutely destroyed. I think the, one of the main reasons was the guys on the left who were deep. I think it was Hoods and the UEF guys. Right. It was kind of a bit of an annoying push for them to try and get all the way back to the right and lose the big rocks there that they had kind of worked hard to take in the beginning. Because um, if they had pushed that, they would have just came around our left instead of our right, which is um, probably a lot more beneficial for them. Right. Well, yeah, they were there on the right side. They had units that were like coming all over the place, kind of trying to surround you guys in the woods, which you may have just been kind of tunnel visioned on whoever was in front of you for a good while. But So that, you know, that big rock is really, I don't know, maybe... 75 yards long left to right and so the people on the left they just constantly had contact so they i think they were enjoying that fight on the right side of that rock we kept having the people who were fighting to the right trickle out in front of us and 
And those just felt like good tickets for 13th and 24th to kind of get. We did probe out a little bit, but we basically always had people to shoot there. Right. So that's kind of why we were trying to just bleed them there. It felt like we were doing a lot more damage than we were doing. Right. And that's honestly kind of the illusion of that map, I guess, because you're in the woods. You can't really, it's dark. You can't really see exactly what's going on in front of you. You just assume. Yeah, there was a lot of smoke. That was my biggest thing. Even with the binos in that one, I it, yeah, I thought we were hitting more than we were. Maybe we weren't, but uh, right. it seemed like there's a lot of people up there to shoot. It definitely did, but they they had easily like fifty percent of their team was off like near point on rocks, like to your right, kind of behind you guys up on the artillery. They were all about, but obviously, you I mean you guys didn't know that, so it was still one thing I was expecting is. When I play that one is I like to try to get them down quickly into breaking by using the woods there, but right. then, but then, using the road to capture the point from the high ground. Yes. And uh, that's what I was expecting you guys to do. And when you didn't do it, I was pretty happy about it. Yeah, I think uh, the reason the the wood skirmish kind of went on so long is like yeah, you don't know how many guys you're hitting, and I think our focus on the CAA, CSA side on making sure everyone's in line really did us some favors. So even when we were taking losses, um, we were, they weren't costing us as many tickets, yeah. I think. And then when the, the push the Ninja was talking about along that road, I noticed that a few guys did try to make that push, but um, we had we had multiple kind of tiers of fire above them. There's some down in the valley, some up on the ridges firing down onto them. It just wasn't enough guys, I think. Yeah, it's got to be everybody, really. Yeah, that was my. So meeting. those, those, those were there. Those that did push along the road, just, I mean, unfortunate for them, good for us, just got got slaughtered essentially. Yeah, that that was the plan. It just when breaking happened, we had so many people deep left in the woods. It was kind of tough to get us all on the same. Yeah, I guess that's kind of yeah. what. Yeah. I was yeah. wondering is why you guys didn't kind of start like making sure that you had full control over the cap. So before. maybe just a suicide charge there, spawn main, and then go down the road. Yeah. I think as I think... well, is um like, especially on that map, is I think we played time a little bit. I think we should have went for like for cap around the 15-minute mark instead of 10-minute mark. So that, because obviously that the, the running from spawn on that map is pretty, pretty long. It's just a it big is. open field. So it takes a good minute. Maybe a bit longer to get back from spawn, and we would have had a bit more time for a couple more pushes. But I think we only had maybe one or two okay pushes, and then a couple just like trickles, which we shouldn't have really. And you were very close to actually winning that map too, like yeah. So who's to say it was wrong? Yeah, it, it almost worked. I was surprised you guys held off for uh, like that final kind of go for the point for as long as you did. Um, when it kind of really got down to the wire for me in terms of like okay, things are really heating up, they're pushing. I realized we only had like three minutes on the clock. Yeah. Yeah. Those were good then, games, though. A yeah, question, really good. A question mm -hmm. for the Union the union guys. I don't know if maybe maybe you were there sharp, but at one point on those same rocks on the left side in the woods, I think there was maybe like 22 minutes left. The CSA and Union, you guys are just going back and forth. And then there was a charge. The CSA charge the big rocks yeah yeah it was like such a hopeless charge and then you guys went taking losses from that i was wondering why that happened um so it looked so from the left 
we were down on the so we would have been on the union left of those rocks the rocks looked quite open and we coordinated it, uh, an attack with ninth core from ninth ninth core to sweep down on that right side from the uh, rocks that they were on basically pinturing the union right and, and we didn't realize basically uh how much the union actually had on that that left side that we were overwhelmed and that we should have just stayed where we were and held yeah yeah i guess it was a uh, something to learn from <laughs> yeah <laughs> it worked out though. it worked out in the end yeah that's it for me all right thank you again any last thoughts here before we call this post game interview off no, just good games everyone uh, really glad to be back in the grind campaign um get these big fights going and uh i'm keen to see who emerges overall victorious evidently we can give each other a good fight definitely yeah it's um when i saw the numbers and everything when people were putting in their applications and everything i thought it was going to be a big server but you, you can't really we haven't we haven't had a big 250 server event that hasn't been conquest for quite a while so it's um you know, it kind of puts back into perspective, like, the amount of carnage that you can get on those littler maps, especially uh, with that with that amount of guys. It's a lot of fun. But, yeah, hopefully the next couple of weeks and the next couple of months, I should say, should, uh, can, be, can be the same with Grand Campaign. Yeah, I thought it was very fun as well. And all I hope is that these very fun and hard-fought battles continue well into the future. So yeah, just well played everyone. I thought it was loads of fun. Alright, with that being said, thank you all for watching the video or listening to this post-game interview. Please like, comment, share, subscribe for more. All the regiments that participate in this video will be in the description below. On top of that, everyone in this post-game interview, if they want a social media link, uh, they will have a link next to their name in the description as well, if you want to check any of them out. And yeah, we'll see you guys in the next Here, one. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. <laughs> Bye, our merch.